Yo, 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 welcome back to the Further Your Lifestyle podcast, conversations on lifestyle, passions, and hustles. My name's Chris Fairlong, I'm your host, and today it's just you and me having a conversation. Before we get into anything, I do want to mention that, I don't know if you can hear this, but where I'm recording right now, out the back, outside, it is a big storm. I can hear the wind, I can hear the rain, I can hear a lot of things. So you might hear a few <laughs> interesting different things today. If you didn't know, actually, that we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those great places. So however you like to listen, or if you didn't realize that's where it's available, it is. What are we talking about today? Well, today we are touching on failure and not exactly anything in particular other than the myths surrounding failure. Because a lot of the time, there's so many things that, you know, in relation to failure of why we don't achieve what we want to achieve. And there's some myths around these because we usually we put in a lot of excuses that actually stop us from progressing towards success. I want to talk about some of the myths and break it down. And I'll give a few examples. And, you know, we can continue the conversation afterwards as well. You can jump over to the socials, you can jump over to the YouTube and leave a comment, however you like to interact and connect. Uh, But let's dive straight into it. Myths around failure that I want to touch on today. And I I think if we just back it up and and think about failure in general, failure is not something that people are prepared for. Maybe if you've experienced for the first time, and it might be due to rejection, it might be due to just things not panning out, you know, risk versus reward, you've taken a risk, it didn't work out, and then yeah, you I guess you have to experience that. But when we do experience it, we're not prepared for it because we never actually expect it to happen. Um, now, sometimes at the same time, we, we we tend to not start because we're scared of failing. Because what if it doesn't work out? You put all this effort in and it's a waste of time. Well, these are some of the areas we'll be touching on today. But it, it, it's a big topic to discuss. And it's also probably a number one driver of what's limiting you and me from getting the results um to success or the results of the success that you're wanting. And also at the same time, fear of failure is diminishing, I guess, our confidence in succeeding, right? Because we think about it a lot of the time it's in our head. Uh, we think about, oh, what if this doesn't work? Or what if that doesn't pan out? What if we fail? What if we don't look good? And we, we have all this mindset before we've even started and it totally destroys our confidence in even starting. So it, it, it can be a bit of a beast to tackle. Um, and it's something that you you definitely have to work through and, and manage. Aside from, I guess, improper planning <laughs> or wrong decisions being made, um, the myths that we're about to talk about here are about taking action, which may be actually stopping you from progressing or actually starting and thriving uh, in the process of actually hitting your success. So myth number one, you need to be a perfectionist. Now, <laughs> I can promise you that there is there is no one out there that knew it all, that has it all figured out, has all the answers, or had everything accounted for before they took action, right? Um, you know, in order to succeed, we have to actually take action. We have to start doing, we have to start progressing. Progress is progress. Sometimes we just need to stop making the excuses for not having it all ready or not having it all perfect and just start and take action, right? Embrace the learning process along the way. Now, I I can give a a perfect understanding for this, perfect, (laughs) is um, this podcast. You know, when I first started, I was scared of starting. And I remember jumping on a clubhouse conversation and it was basically um, open mic, open room. People could come up and just, you know, say why they haven't started their podcast. And it was with Rob Atkus, actually, uh, another another podcaster. And I jumped on there and he asked, so why have you not started? And I said, it was probably to do with fear. I just scared of what was going to happen. And he said, that's just, you know, ridiculous. I mean, 
we, we, we talked through it, walked through it, and he started to help me realize that, you know, what have I got to lose? You know, if no one listens, okay, nothing's changed. But if people start listening, if one person starts listening, I'm starting to make a difference. And I should never, never underestimate the influence and the power that we have with the conversation that we can bring or the message or just the, the words or the encouragement that we can bring by providing something. Um, and- you know, it, it did. It helped. He he really did motivate me. I then set the date. I launched. It was the 28th of February, 2021. And here we are. And I've learned along the way. I've had to learn how to edit. I've had to learn how to record. I've had to learn how to do show notes, Um, you know, interact with guests, interview, all, all that jazz, right? And it, it's not easy. It, I'm still learning lots, but it gets easier along the way. And, you know, I, I didn't want to go and try and figure out how to make it all perfect. I've had to adjust. I've had to make a few changes along the way and I continue, I, I will continue to do so. And that's all part of it, right? It's like, it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the process. And I think that's a perfect example for talking about being a perfectionist because I am a bit of a, I am a bit of a perfectionist and that's probably what delayed me a lot because I wanted it to be nice. I wanted people to see it and hear it the first time and be like, this is the best thing ever. But that expectation is not, it's not reality, right? And I think, if this, if anything, I hope this would resonate with most of you because, you know, here we are more than 30 episodes in getting close to 40 episodes and, um, I'm still, still chugging along, having fun, learning lots about the whole process, but also learning so much about you guys as guests. So that it would be my number one encouragement around, you know, thinking that you need to be a perfectionist. No, 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 you don't scrap that idea. You know, you need to have something that's good enough to get started, right? And a lot of the time it's in our head. Ask some other people, ask for some feedback, get some insights from others. And a lot of the time they'll say, yeah, this is great. And you've probably just been delaying because maybe you're not feeling confident. Maybe you're scared of what other people will think. But yeah, what's the worst that can happen? Start, give it a go, adapt, you know, pivot, adjust, and you try a little bit more. Just because something doesn't work out, not the way you wanted it to doesn't mean it's a failure as well, right? Anyway, so myth number one, you need to be a perfectionist. That's a big, big no. You do not need to be a perfectionist. You just need to be willing to start and be willing to adjust and go along for a ride of process and learning. So (laughs) myth number one, myth number two, you need to have every detail planned out. And this is similar to the perfectionist side as well, but you don't need to have all the details accounted for. You know, there's going to be some planning you need to have. You need to have some more details at the beginning. You know, having those details will enable you to, I guess, have the insights, enable you to have better decision making with whatever journey you're about to embark. However, these details or trying to have these details can delay us from even starting or ever starting. And, you know, there's there's a quote from Garrett Moon. When people do nothing but execute a plan, they lose the ability to innovate and adjust to the changing waters of business. And I think this is super, super key because that's right. We're so worried about, oh, will it be right? When are we going to start? How will it sound? What what can it be? What will it look like? Or will people buy it? Or um, all these, I mean, I'm just using a whole bunch of different examples there, but it depends if you're starting a business, if you're starting to run, if you're planning to start a podcast, if maybe you're starting a new job, or maybe you're trying to you know, go out and meet a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. You, there's there's all these things where people overthink it with all the details of how is it going to go? What do I need to know? Well, there's some bare minimum things that you will need to know, but the rest you're going to have to learn along the way, similar to being a perfectionist. And I'll, I want to say that quote again, when people do nothing but execute a plan. So if you're just so focused on getting the plan right, 
you lose the ability to innovate and adjust to the changing waters of business. A lot of the time for us to grow and expand, we have to, we have to bounce off, we have to pivot, we have to have these obstacles come that enables us to drive, I guess, our ambition and drive our innovation and, and drive our ability to succeed because we push through. We, we, we think about how we can do this differently. How can we do it better? And that's all part of that experience, the changing waters of business or the changing waters of life. It's going to be that regardless. So myth number two, you need to have every detail planned out. It's not true. You do not need to have every detail planned out. Myth number three, there has to be the perfect time. (laughs) I just, I just laugh at this because there will never be the perfect time to take action. There'll be never the perfect time to do anything. It's, you know, we may have an advantage or come out quicker due to the circumstances or, you know, things might work in our favor because of the timing. But however, if you spend too much time waiting for the perfect moment, you'll miss out altogether, right? That's just, that's just the way it will be. If you sit around thinking, I'll do it when I'm free, or I'll do it when this happens, or I'm waiting for the right time, or I'm waiting for this to occur, or I'm waiting for the seasons, I'm waiting for the stars to align, as the perfect time does not exist. No matter what, thick or thin, you need to push through. You you will come through in the end, right? And it, it, one of the classic examples actually would be, you know, when you're working the nine to five and you want to take some time off and it's the busiest time of the year and, you know, there's I'll, I'll finish up, I'll take some time off when this project done or I'll take some time up when I finish this one assignment when you, you know, maybe if you're studying or you make all these excuses that when this is done, when this is done, there's always going to be another project. There's always going to be another assignment. There's always going to be something else that can get in the way. So you really just need to prioritize. You really just need to make the time and make it happen and realize that it's never going to land in your feet. It's never going to be just perfect. There will be opportunities that will come your way. And maybe that is a sign of this is the perfect time to try something new. But a lot of the time they say, no, I can't and push it away. So I don't think there is ever a perfect time other than now starting. And when I say starting, you don't have to be starting at 100% capacity. You could be starting with doing small things every day. And that's the other perspective I think people need to understand that you can progress, you can start at smaller measures. You can start with smaller pieces of building towards your bigger puzzle. So myth number three, there has to be the perfect time. I don't believe it's true. Myth number four, you don't have the time. So very similar. And I think it's funny because if we, if it isn't the right time to start, maybe you feel you don't have the actual time to commit, which, which look in, in some sense, I think actually weighing up, can you commit to this is a very important thing to understand. But at the same time, if it's something that you really, really want, if it's something that's part of your end game goals, if it's part of something, you know, that you want to be your priorities, well, there is that thin line for this. And when it comes down to priorities, right? You always have time. You always have time. We all have the same amount of time, but it's how you prioritize your time. Like, let's not forget that there's plenty of successful and busy people out there who, who manage this, who make this happen. There's that famous saying that if you give something to a busy person, he'll get it done. Um, but a good example around this is, let's say, you know, a CEO of a big company, you know, they would know what it's like to work nonstop. Now, if they decided to stop this kind of life for the sake of their own sanity, they could. It is possible to still manage a company, um, have a family and look after yourself. It's not about having the time. It's about managing and prioritizing your time. So I think it's similar to what I said around it's never going to be the perfect time, but understanding, well, what can 
you make happen, right? We've all got the same amount of time. Comes down to priorities, right? You know, if there's a Netflix TV show, we're willing to spend a couple of hours binge watching episodes, but we're not willing to spend 30 minutes to get out and do some exercise. Um, if you're wanting to lose weight or wanting to go out for a run, or maybe you want to start a blog, you know, getting out and just writing every day, time boxing it, 30 minutes, and just progressing in that manner. We do have the time. It's a matter of prioritizing the time and realigning what is important to you. And sometimes that might not be the most appropriate time to be doing it. And that's why you need to make it smaller. You're not, you can't dedicate two hours a week or you can't dedicate two hours a day, then dedicate 20 minutes. Can you dedicate 10 minutes? Can you dedicate more? Can you dedicate less? Whatever. And find a way to start because if, if you seriously think you have no time or you can't prioritize this at all, well then no, maybe you can't be starting it. But I think when we talk about the myth of you don't have time, we all have time. It really comes down to a matter of priorities. So I don't think this myth exists. I think it's a bit of a, and if you want to make this happen, you can make this happen. And if you struggle with this, more than happy to have a conversation with you about it. The next myth, you need a lot of resources to begin. Now, this one, look, there's a lot of things here which are starting to overlap. And that's because they usually have the same parallels. We, we tend to think that you need to have all the right resources in check before making the leap. Similar to having the plan all ready to go, needing to have the time. When it comes to resources, maybe this is money. Maybe this is the help. Maybe this is the equipment. Maybe this is the tools. But there is that common excuse, oh, I need money to make money. I get it. Resources and money make things a lot easier. They do. And it enables you to execute a lot quicker. They remove barriers and obstacles, which um, can help in whatever way or whatever thing that we're doing. Um, and it makes it a whole lot easier. But at the same time, I think it's an excuse. Now, with this podcast, coming back to this podcast, you know, I could go out and buy a 4K camera. I could go out and buy the best microphone on the block. That doesn't enable me to actually get ahead. It's not going to mean that more people are going to listen to my podcast. If I don't even have this conversation with you, no one's going to be listening to this conversation. So the key thing is to understand that, you know, you can have all the resources, you can have all the tools, you could have a lot of money. It doesn't actually mean that it's going to mean more people are going to listen or more people are going to show up or that things are going to be, I guess, a better way to start. It's like with my reselling business, you know, people say, oh, I can't start. I don't know what to sell. Well, you know, what would you be buying if someone was selling something? So you know that something is worth something. For instance, maybe you're a Star Wars enthusiast. You know that Star Wars action figures are worth anywhere between $25 and $30. If you go down to a local garage sale and you find them for $5, all of a sudden you realize, hey, I can make money from this. You can walk along the side of the road and find things that you can flip. You can find things that are worth money. There's no one can give me an excuse of like, I can't sell online because literally I've been getting stuff for free to sell online. So there is a lot of hearsay and, and I guess balance with this of saying, I don't have the time. I don't have the, you know, I, I, I don't have the plan. I, I, I don't have my priorities, right. I, I don't have the resources to make it happen. It's all fluff, right? Um, if you start whatever it is you want to do, if you take action and you do it with the minimal and the basic things, you'll learn and adapt and you'll learn to make do and you'll find ways to work around the lack of resources. In time, the resources will become available and I think you'll have the option to then apply these um, where appropriate. But who knows? You may be happy and content with doing whatever it is you're doing, um, how you've managed it all this time. And it's like, once again, for this podcast, I'm using a small little Logitech webcam. I've got a camera. I mean, I've got a microphone right in front of me 
And, you know, this probably cost me a maximum of $150, $200. Now, you don't even need that. I know people starting podcasts, doing podcast recordings with an iPhone and headphones. So, a headphones and mic. So, you can make it happen. There's easier ways. And look, I'm not saying, look, if you literally have no money, maybe you can't go out and buy this equipment. But there's always ways around it. Borrowing someone else's things, leveraging someone else's tools and skills, talking to a friend and seeing what they can help you with. There's there's ways around this. Um, sometimes we like to create the excuses because it's easier than starting itself. So, this myth around you need a lot of resources to begin? Nah. I don't believe it's true. The final myth that I want to talk about today is you need to control everything. And this one, I think, is a big no-no. And I'm just saying that straight off the cuff, because when it comes to taking action and starting something new, we tend to become control freaks, right? And I know this because I'm a bit of a control freak. I'm a bit of a micromanager myself. And we want to make sure we know the ins and outs or whatever it is that we're doing. Kind of like that perfectionist mindset, I guess. And I get it. We we want to be able to make sure we have everything in order. But sometimes, you know, to have control and to have power, actions and tasks need to be delegated and segregated. You know, asking for help and having assistance uh, highlights the importance of giving up on something or giving up the control in order to build a successful dream, as it allows us not to just rely on one person, ourselves. And and don't get me wrong, you know, self-motivation and determination will always get us far, like doing things yourself. You know, sometimes there's that saying of, you know, if you want the job done, great, do it yourself, right? If you want done, if you want the job done right, do it yourself. But, you know, at the same time, we need to understand that letting go and getting support and encouragement from others, it's going to enable us to thrive. It's going to enable us to grow and scale and go a longer way. It's very, very common to want to control everything, but at the same time, there's also the factor of this, of there's things that are out of our control. There's things that we cannot control and we just can't because they're, they're out of our ecosystem. They're literally third parties or they're things that we don't have our hands on. Those are the things you need to make sure you're not trying to focus on. But when it comes to growing and scaling and understanding that you might need to let go of things and enable others to pick it up so that you can focus on the big picture stuff, that you can focus on making things happen. And, you know, if you're spending two hours trying to do some, um, a thumbnail for your YouTube and you could be paying someone 20 bucks and they're going to do it in 30 minutes, maybe it's worth doing it that way. This is just an example. So this, this myth, once again, you need to control everything. I think it is a big no-no. I don't think it's true. I don't think you need to control everything. And there's a balance of the things you do need to control versus the things which you can probably start to delegate, offset, remove, and, and, Actually, you might not even need it at all. So we've touched on a few different myths here. We've touched on you need to be a perfectionist, which I don't agree. You need to have every detail planned out. I don't agree. You need to. Ha- you need the perfect time. No, you do not. Um, I don't have enough time. That's, <laughs> once again, I don't agree with it. You need the resources to begin, or you need a lot of resources to begin. I don't agree. And you need to be able to control it all. That's not true either. You need to be able to manage it all. You don't have to be controlling it all. So- Many people struggle with, I guess, actually making a start due to being clouded by by all these myths, right? Listed above and, and what we've kind of mentioned. And the best way to combat these is to commit to not falling into any of them. And because you, there's a lot of, I guess, similarities, a lot of them cross over, overlap. And, you know, what you said in one, you'll say in the other point. And I think if you can start to just break it down like what I've just done and go through and see 
okay, do I actually need this? Is this actually relevant? What is actually stopping me? You'll start to see that a lot of it is excuses. It's actually got nothing to do with failure at all. We're just failing to start. And of course, if you don't start, then yes, you failed because you never did start. But a lot of the time, if you start to actually fail, it's going to be very hard because unless you literally stop and give up and say, this is not working, there's a difference between, you know, calling your loss or cutting your losses and failing. I wouldn't say cutting your losses is failing because you've gone through a process. You've realized this is what's working. This is not what's working. Thus, we need to change. We need to adapt. We need to pivot. We need to do something different. And by doing that, that part, that stem that you've been working on, yeah, it might not have worked out. I wouldn't call it a failure. It failed to get anywhere where it needed to be, but you've adjusted, you've pivoted, and now you're heading in the right direction. So that in Excel is a lesson. It's an experience. It's 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 a way to learn. The only way to learn is through, to, to discover and go through an experience. So I want to encourage you to, to go back and I've put all these details in the show notes as well around the different myths. And, you know, if you want to talk a bit more about them, more than happy to continue the conversation. Um, and we can do that via Instagram at further your lifestyle, or you can drop me an email at hello at further your lifestyle.com. Um, otherwise we are on Twitter as well at further your life and you can connect. We can, we can have a conversation further the conversation. We are also on YouTube as mentioned, and you can leave a comment in the comments on the YouTube version. If you are watching this on YouTube, so plenty of ways to connect, plenty of ways to continue the conversation. And I think it's important that whatever you are wanting to do, whether it's a dream, a goal, you know, big goals, small goals, uh, start a business, get fit, you know, just be a better you, this all applies. And I think we all struggle with one of these or all, all of these. And it's important to understand that it's not always going to be easy. And having someone to conversate with, having someone to have a conversation with is, is going to help it make it a lot easier to just balance, manage, and work through these different myths. Because I know it's not easy. And a lot of the time it's all in our head. So I really appreciate you being here. I hope you've taken away something from this episode. I know I have, it's always great to be able to speak about these things and, you know, you learn more things for yourself. And I can honestly say it's not been easy going through these myths. Uh, so appreciate you being here. I hope you've taken something away and you have a wonderful day. Make sure you do check out us on the socials, check out some of the other episodes. Um, and it's been an absolute honor to be able to have this conversation with you and hopefully you've taken something away from it. So you have a wonderful day. Cheers. Now, if you didn't know, we do have the podcast merch and this is with a key focus of enamel pins. Now, if you haven't checked these out, make sure you do because the intent of these are really just to be a small token and a reminder for you to charge on, to push on and to further your lifestyle, uh, whether it is a gift for someone else to encourage them or maybe to inspire them, or maybe it's a way to motivate yourself, or you can simply just make a purchase to simply support the podcast, which would be greatly appreciated. We do also have some sweaters and some long tees, so make sure you check it out. Link in the description and in the show notes. Really do appreciate it. Cheers.